Hi, this is Peter Schwartz, public address announcer for the Cosmos, and you're listening to the First Team Podcast. Hello, Cosmos Country. On this week's episode, I will discuss the latest MPSL Pro news and answer listener questions. So let's kick off the show by talking about Major League Soccer's new club, Austin FC. They were officially introduced at a press conference yesterday, January 15th. A local media member tweeted a picture of the official chant sheet that was handed to her by the supporters group of the club, Austin FC. And the press conference is supposed to be a time where you show your club off to the world, where the commissioner is there, the club's management and ownership is in attendance on the stage talking about their vision and their plans for the future of the club. It's supposed to be a proud time for any league, Major League Soccer, NPSL, NPSL Pro in the future, announcing expansion clubs. But I've never seen a press conference filled with diehard soccer fans of that club already. They already had t-shirts with the with the uh, logo on it. They already had songs already prepared. The club has never kicked the ball yet. They haven't signed a player yet. They don't have a coach. All you're supporting is a league. And an owner. That's all you're doing right now. You could be excited about the future of soccer in Austin. Fair enough. Support your local team. But how can you be on that level handing out uh, chant sheets? You've already written songs. But the club hasn't appointed a manager yet. The club hasn't even sign any players yet. They haven't taken the field. They don't know where they're going to play. They haven't announced where they're going to train. And that's the sad state of Major League Soccer is that it doesn't matter what announcement they make. They already have fans. They're bandwagon fans. You might be telling yourself, why is John talking about Major League Soccer? He always makes fun of them. He hates Major League Soccer. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is because it's in the news. It's a big thing that happened in Major League Soccer. Like I said, any league has to be proud about that announcement. We have a brand new club in a brand new market. They're built on just getting bandwagon fans, just getting people on board for the moment, for whatever reason. If there is a new player, or maybe it's just the local excitement of a new soccer team. But you don't see that in lower division soccer. 
because in lower division soccer, you have authentic soccer fans. They're there for a reason. They're not there just to support Major League Soccer or just the name Major League. Maybe that excites a lot of people. But for me, I'm not excited about the word Major League. I'm excited about something that's local. I'm excited about something that's authentic and something that's built from the ground up. And that's what Major League Soccer lacks. They lack uh, this ability of building something, building something that's authentic. They think that, okay, we have owners that have billions of dollars and they're going to invest hundreds of millions of dollars and uh, it's going to be the best thing ever. Money can't buy everything. Even in the Premier League, Manchester City has all this money in the world. They have local supporters, but are they the biggest club in the world? Maybe not. Maybe they are now because they have so much money, but... There are clubs out there in America, like Detroit City FC. They've played in a semi-pro league in the National Premier Soccer League. Now they're making the jump up to the professional ranks with MPSL Pro. For the past couple of years, they had college players. The fans, the local residents, supported their local team because what they stood for, for the badge, for the name, Detroit City FC, that was authentic for them. That was real. That felt something. Not because their owner had a lot of money or because they signed the best player, right? I wasn't around back in the day to support the Cosmos when they had Pelé, Beckenbauer, Canalia, right? I'm supporting the modern era version of the New York Cosmos. We don't have big name players at the moment. Some people might say that the Cosmos need a big name player so they can market him throughout the New York City area and to the world. That would be nice, but signing local players that know the club is as important. We have Bloody Bardage back. We have Carlos Menez back as manager. We have Danny Satella, captain of the club. He has been there since day one. And that's what clubs in Major League Soccer lack. They lack a real identity. They're just a bunch of rich owners who think money can buy them everything. They can buy them a brand new stadium. They can buy them um, fans, whatever, marketing power in their market, broadcasting deals. But over time, you want fans to love the club for what it stands for. At the end of the day, soccer clubs represent your local community. So you should go out there and support that club for what they stand for and not for who they signed, not for what league they play in. A prime example is the Atlanta Silverbacks. And they're not called that anymore. They're called Atlanta Soccer Club at the moment because they had a rebrand. The Silverbacks are playing in the North American Soccer League. And they were playing at Silverbacks Park. They were drawing a decent amount of people. They had a decent team. And the club has a lot of history behind it. And I think a lot of people don't really know that. But they weren't drawing enough people for it to be stable, for the club to be around for a long time. And the Atlanta market, it's a big market. It's a major league market. They have the Braves there. They have the Hawks. These teams, they draw pretty well. So now they have Atlanta United FC in Major League Soccer. And they're filling up, I think, a 70,000-seat stadium where the Atlanta Falcons play. And that goes to show you that 
they didn't support the Silverbacks because they weren't good enough for the fan. They weren't good enough for their local residents. And that's sad. That's really, really, really sad. Because it doesn't matter how much money your club has. It's your local club. It's your local club. There's fans in America that support lower division clubs in England because it's England, because it's promotion and relegation. But they don't want pro-rel in America. They don't want um, to support a smaller team in their own country, in their own communities, because it's not good enough for them. They want to support something bigger, something better, something more grand, because it's on national TV or because more people are talking about it. Go out there and support your local club. NPSL Pro is that authentic soccer that we need in the United States. And over time, the league will grow with clubs, with fans, sponsors, broadcasters. And there's this tweet from Dion, who is a Detroit City FC supporter. And uh, I wouldn't say he's in the know, but he knows what's going on there in Detroit City FC, which is a great thing because there's not that much news surrounding the NPSL Pro and uh, the Cosmos at the moment, but that will change according to Dion and his tweet here. You can follow him on Twitter at the Duke NGS. He tweeted, few more pieces of city slash NPSL Pro info became public last night. Schedule expected to drop in the next few weeks. Sounded like we will be getting the entire schedule, not just semi-pro season. Schedule drop also means season tickets will drop. Expect them to cover a whole year. He goes on to talk about Detroit City FC and their players and their new coach and things like that. But going back to the NPSL Pro information that I tweeted about, the schedule is expected to drop in the next few weeks. So from a Cosmos standpoint, that has to mean that the Cosmos will announce where they will call home in 2019 and maybe how you can watch the matches in 2019. If that's a local broadcasting deal, if that's a streaming deal for the league or for each club. In my personal opinion, the Cosmos have to be on local TV. Because if you're not on local TV, if you're on one of those streaming deals, if that's YouTube TV or ESPN+, Plus, people have to pay an extra fee for that. So if you're trying to get new fans in the door or just on TV, they don't know that you're there. They have to pay that fee. The North American Soccer League, they did that one season. They had their streaming service. I think you had to pay, I think it was $5 a month or something like that. It was not the best service. It didn't work because the North American Soccer League is not on the same level as the NBA or as the Premier League. They don't have millions of fans throughout the country. So that's why I think a small league, and that's what it is, NPSL Pro will be a small league compared to the rest of the sports leagues in America, compared to probably sponsorship dollars, people watching on TV, on streaming services across the world as well. They will be a smaller league. And there's nothing wrong with that because when you start something, you are small. You are a small organization. And over time, I think the league will grow on and off the pitch. But the point I'm trying to make is that the Cosmos, they need to be on local TV because in the New York market, it's a very crowded market from sports, entertainment, from Broadway, whatever you like, it's a very crowded market. So you need to be on local TV. You need to be out there. You need to have local media members covering your team to stay relevant. The Cosmos, they should have a weekly 
press conference with the head coach, Carlos Mendez, like they do in England. They have their weekly press conference open to the media. I think it's the Friday or Thursday. It's a couple of days before the match at the weekend. And maybe it's 20 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe longer. And the media get to ask whatever questions they want to ask. And that brings out a lot more headlines. That brings a lot more exposure to your club. Because now you're put on show each week rather than your matches. In the North American Soccer League, you had owners that were spending millions of dollars on player wages or just in running the club. The only time the clubs were put on show were the match days. And I think that's the biggest problem is that the New York Cosmos, they need to become a year-round event. They need to be relevant 365 days out of the year. If that's playing their season, having preseason, then they're on local TV when they have the matches, they have interviews, maybe they have a club shop somewhere, they have events throughout the city, they're connecting with the local stakeholders in New York City, if that's politicians, if that's local residents, they're giving back to the community, right? So they're a 365 days a year club. They're not just, we're playing in the spring, or we're playing in the fall, we're playing in the summer, and that's it. And then the the off season is really, really long, and we're waiting for answers. We're waiting for, where are you going to play? What are you going to do? Who are you going to sign? The Cosmos have a massive opportunity to grow in MPSL Pro. In the North American Soccer League, we were challenging U.S. Soccer every single day. It was a fight. It was Cosmos against the U.S. Soccer Federation. And I hope in MPSL Pro it's not like that. It's more focusing on the club and on the league and on how uh, we can get more fans in the door and how the Cosmos can be a big brand in New York City. Let's move on to the listener questions. We have two listener questions from uh, James, who was a contributor to our website. So James tweeted at First Team Pod using the hashtag AskTheFirstTeam. It would also be good to get any kind of checkpoint timetable of big decisions, even if they're just brackets or seem obvious to insiders and pros. If we're to build up new fans, they're going to need better soil to feel assured their allegiance is grounded in something. You just can't have radio silence for the whole offseason and then announce, hey, we have season tickets, we have a local broadcasting deal, come watch us. You need to be involved rather than staying in your Cosmos HQ. And I think that's the problem, not just with the Cosmos, but with other clubs in the United States. The next question from James is, when are they going to announce additional staff to the front office? Joe Barone's a great guy and has stepped up a lot during his time, but they need a staff. If there are already people working for the club but unannounced, I like to hear their names so we can thank them. I'm not sure on that one because they haven't announced um, that people are working in the front office at the moment. But I do get the feeling that people are working behind the scenes because if you are launching a professional club in a brand new league, you need to have more than one person running the show. And it doesn't matter how much money you have. You need someone to run your social media accounts. You need someone to run marketing and to answer the phones and to sell tickets and to get sponsorships. So it's not a one-man job. So I think there has to be uh, people working behind the scenes, but they haven't been announced yet. Like James said, yeah, we want to thank them because going through this very difficult period where we're playing in the summer season in the MPSL Classic and we're finally going to be able to watch competitive soccer, professional soccer in a new league, which is very exciting for Cosmo supporters 
because we feel like the only set of supporters in the United States fighting for change in U.S. soccer. We are on the right side of history um, because throughout this next couple of months and throughout the first season, there will be haters, right? There will be haters on social media. There will be people within U.S. soccer, throughout the U.S. soccer pyramid, that want to make fun of the league. They want to um, put out obstacles and they want to try to challenge us and see if we can go past those things. And um, But I think we can because, for once, the Cosmos will be a part of a league that have committed owners that know what they want to accomplish altogether. And uh, they're not um, happy with their club just being successful. They want the whole league to be successful because if the league's successful, then each individual club is doing well. And I think in the North American Soccer League, you got a bunch of owners that... They weren't in on the league's vision. They were more excited for their club's vision. If they want to go to Major League Soccer, if they want to go to USL or who they want to sign, you could be excited about your club's vision and the plans for the future, but you have to be excited and you have to um, talk to each stakeholder in the league to talk about where you see yourself in five years as a league in 10 years. If you don't do that, then you're not going to be around much longer. But I think the National Premier Soccer League has great structure where they meet each year with every single owner throughout the whole country. A lot of people say, oh, why do they meet? Why can't they talk on Skype and things like that? But you can finally meet in person. You can talk about business matters. You can talk about league issues, league rules. You can change things like that. And I think NPSL Pro will probably have that in the future, and that will help the league out in the long term. You have dedicated owners in NPSL Pro and FC Arizona New York Cosmos, Detroit City FC, Chattanooga, that want to build something special. And I'm so happy that I'm along on this ride. You're along on this ride with me, with the New York Cosmos, with Rocco, with everyone. And we're one big family. We're one big New York Cosmos and PSL Pro family. And uh, there's more to come. And I'm really excited for that. So thanks for tuning into this week's episode. I really appreciate it. You can follow First Team Podcast on Twitter and on Facebook at First Team Pod. Check our website, firstteampod.com. Like I said, we will have an article with a former Cosmos player, but I will not uh, name that player at the moment. Um, but just check out our social media accounts and check the website, firstteampod.com, and you will see that article out real soon, probably by the end of the week. I'm really looking forward to releasing that article, so uh, look out for that. And as always... Let's go near Cosmos. Yeah, just want to give a shout out to the five points. The Borough Boys of Benedict Cosmos and the Cross Island yeah. crew. Uh, yeah, it's New York Street and White. What we bleed, you see and fight. Indeed, it seems to be achieving. See, we do and did it right. Cosmo country loving, we above them. I'm just saying. All those lovely songs come and see it and I'm playing. The fact of it is the rap from Tate attacks, passion, bliss. Reacts, tap, and we win. So fast, racking them in. Whether it's stacking the wing, holding back to the through the mid, cutting the seams. It seems we see anything to be. We got a ball and a dream. Got a ball and a dream. We do. I'm new, it's true. Fact, you grow down for you, no doubt they do. Surrounding you about the views. Like shouting cues aloud to you without the dudes. Around my crews, I'll track the no excuse. Each session a lesson, it's not about perfection. The work's the test and F's connected like a method. Not breathless after training, something's gotta be corrected. Rushing and acceleration at the start's most suggested. Infected with greatness, potential is spacious. Out the world, just face it, the work becomes contagious. Some may say we made it, but now we've just begun. Sorry if you hate it, because I can tell you that I'm far from done.